Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, it uh, kind of took us a bit, but uh, we are here. Good morning. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com, December 6, 2021. And uh, nice to have you here live uh, on this Monday morning, or if you're watching on the, uh, the streaming that we do. Uh, we have Adam Bergstrom, the first Monday of the month, had an issue. Uh, we just haven't been able to do the video thing, Adam. Something's going on with his camera. So, you know, we tried everything. He even talked to our, our geek, uh, Imran, in uh, Pakistan. Uh, called him in Pakistan, but he couldn't, you know. So, whatever. So, we'll do it on the, uh, the audio with Adam. And um, I have some fun. We have some good emails. If you care to join us, you can do it. 888-663-6386. The email, Patrick at one radio network.com. Tomorrow we're going to talk with uh, Ernie uh, Hancock. He's got a pretty cool website called Declare Your Independence. And then I think also tomorrow uh, a fellow about uh, sustainable agriculture. And we're going to uh, sharpen up our skills to grow some food. We may need it the way things are going. And then on Wednesday, a gentleman who's uh, looked into the the Nixon impeachment whole extravaganza, and it turns out it may have been similar to what they tried to do with Trump to get Nixon out, and it wasn't about what they said it was. And uh, he said it was all the deep state, so it'll be fun talking to him because it's, uh, I was, sorry, I got stuff in my eyes here. So here we are. Uh, thanks for call, uh, joining us. If you would like to be on the show, 888-663-6386, email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. In the great state of California, Mr. Adam Bergstrom. Yes, no, maybe, chronobotic nutrition. Well, we tried, Adam. We tried. <laughs> All right. It was probably the Omicron. You, you probably have an Omicron virus in your computer. That could be. It is 43 variants. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, how many variants? 43, last I heard. They're growing them. These stories are getting really, really uh, interesting. <laughs> I know. Just, I mean, you just can't even make it up, sir. You just, can you? Saturday Night Live is real. <laughs> Amazing. What's the situation like where you are as far as, you know, freedoms and masking and Omicrons? What are you guys doing there and what freedom? <laughs> Are you kidding? This is California. <laughs> Tommy formula. It's Stalinism here. Is it really? You know, the whole world, uh, I hate to say it, but the Great Awakening ain't happening. People are just not grasping the, uh, the seriousness of what's going on. We have a world police state now. If you look at it, all over the world, even if it's Cuba and Iran, they practice Western medicine. They're all vaccinating, even if they're deadly enemies. Yeah. Other yeah. things like wokeness, that varies between different countries. Here we have wokeness. You try wokeness in Russia, doesn't work. If you have a gay pride parade in Russia, you go to jail for six years. I know you do, yeah. It, it's a hundred years ban on gay pride parades, and you can't have a driver's license if you're gay. And you can't own a motorcycle if you're gay in Russia. They have a lot of laws we don't have. And they just, you know, basically it's a dictatorship, but it's a better one than our dictatorship. 
because the U.S. will not admit that we now have a succession of dictators. Yeah, uh, Putin, at times he seems like he's really a cool guy, and then you hear things like this. I mean, I don't, you know, it's just weird. You know, he, he really came out against transhumanism, which I thought was good, you know, but, I mean, why do you want to punish people because they're gay? You know, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. Well, they don't, only if you brag about it. Only, oh, I you see. You can be gay, you can be LBGTQ, you can be all of that, but you can't brag about it because it's against the uh, traditional uh, Russian uh, church. Yeah, family, I think, yeah, yeah. isn't Putin originally Catholic? I'm not sure about I that. think it's, uh, I think they're, Adam, I think in Russia they're mostly what they call, is it Christian Orthodox, which is kind of a, a tangent of the Catholic Church. It's not necessarily yeah, Catholic. Right, the Eastern, Eastern, the Eastern Church. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. very close to Christianity, but uh, it's different. It's a bit different. And by the way, since I saw you last, I've listened to about 60 hours of Russian movies. I'm Rus- not watching American movies anymore. <laughs> Russian movies, the, the scripts are brilliant. And nope. these movies are like six hours, 12 hours. We don't forget an hour and a half, man. Nope. I really got into it. And where are you seeing these? Where well, do you find these things? Uh, you find them on the Internet. Uh, there's a thing called Epic, I think, that has them. And I've watched about uh, 15 or 20 of them, including six-hour movies. <laughs> One was 12 hours called The Departed. The Departed almost put my nervous system in an uproar. And some of the movies I actually cried. They, they, the script writing, the screen, uh, the cinematography, the acting is so much better quality no kidding. than U.S. movies. Oh, yeah, I'm not going back. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on a Russian uh, trip here. <laughs> Interesting. Of course, all subtitles, right? And then all subtitles. Yeah, subtitles, because I can't understand Russian. <laughs> oh, you can't. Well, it's a beautiful language, really, Be be fun to learn the language and go check it out over there and see what's going on it is especially in the movies where they're drinking vodka getting drunk and singing and dancing <laughs> that's right <laughs> ever seen the georgian dancing which is a kind of a satellite in the former soviet union no. uh, well i guess it's still belongs to them in, in georgia they uh where all the centenarians live they really know how to dance they they everybody dances from kids to elderly people yeah, a lot of vodka. A lot of vodka over there, isn't it? Well, a lot of vodka. Oh, man. And in the Siberian, there was a movie called The Gold Mine, which is really a brilliant movie. And see, they don't have good guys and bad guys. You can't tell the difference between them in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> and there's all kinds of corruption uh, depicted and everything, just how it works, you know? Be- so I, I really like these movies. It's amazing that old Putin lets them air our get out some of them are really surprising yeah <laughs> you, you know stalin is out now so you can diss stalin all you want and they diss a lot of the the police force and the former kgb which is now the fsb i believe mm-hmm. they they play a part in a lot of it one of the best movies was called undercover which was a 12-hour movie which was uh, <laughs> everybody pretty much dies at the end the russians don't necessarily like happy endings <laughs> did you uh, uh, have you heard and there's more stories are beginning to come out Adam Bergstrom about your governor Mussolini actually really got hit with this jab and went to um, Mexico Cabo to do uh, stem cells and kind of recover have you seen anything on that 
We've heard about that too. We're not, we can't validate, okay. validate it, but uh, yeah, we've been watching it. And when he did that one interview after the first rumors came out, he didn't look that good, frankly. <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't say, you know, usually a lot of these politicians just take salt shots or whatever. They yeah. don't take their real, right, right. their real vaccine. Because, you know, it's obvious and been on your show a lot, all the blood clots and heart attacks and athletes dropping over yeah, in the I mean, field on and on and on. It gets boring to watch. We don't even, I watch Russian movies now instead of all of that. But yeah. It's evident that anybody with two brain cells to rub together knows this is a big, giant scam. Yes, sir. Very dangerous. And uh, it, so I agree with you. There would have to be enough... Um, awareness um, would be, I, you know, I mean, they, they've got to know, right? I mean, come on. They have internet. They have the internet. People just don't know. In fact, we, we have people here that are afraid of us because we're unvaccinated. No kidding. You know, they won't come near us. <laughs> yeah, and they, pretty soon they might even be evicting people. People advise to ev evict tenants uh, if you, you, or you can't go to get to the food market and things like that. All kinds of threats and worldwide gatherings now to make mandates worldwide. So then Biden can say, I didn't do it. It's Klaus Schwab, you know, so you gotta, we gotta do what the globalists say though. And so that really is coming and people have no idea except Susie who has lived in a communist country can tell you how bad it can get. So have you, have you been in where you are uh, people asking for proof of vax to do stuff that you want to do? We don't go out. Oh, don't go out. <laughs> we just go to the farmer's market. And so far, there's no mask. And uh, mind your business. Get out of there as quickly as possible. And frankly, I have good friends that uh, we don't allow anybody to visit us anymore because there's uh, these people tracking you. You know, they're even taking people... Uh, if you have a cell phone and you're near someone ha that has COVID and uh, you don't have it, but because you were near, you have to go into quarantine. Really? That kind of stuff is already happening here. Australia, of course, we know there's concentration camps. Good news in New Zealand, though. Now, the prime minister was so happy to tell people, look at the progress we're making. You can go to your parents' house and use their bathroom now. Oh, well, good. Isn't that wonderful? We're making profits. And she, she actually was gleeful. <laughs> yeah, I saw a video of a lady in Aust Australia that was literally in some camp. They had these little houses, you know, and they, they told they her she do. couldn't get off the porch. I mean, because she tested positive for something. I mean, it's crazy. You know, it's, it's like, you know, dystopian, Norwellian... Brave New World in some of these countries. Happening in uh, Austria, Austria, happening in Australia, and Germany. happening in many countries. Of course, China and uh, other countries, it's, uh, it's there too. You know, there's, uh, they even have a spray virus, uh, a spray vaccine now. Oh. And uh, there's probably 380 different vaccines for covid variants in the pipeline around the world no kidding. and some are approved by the who some are some aren't like cuba has its own it has four of them two of them commonly used 
that are not mRNA. They're fragments of protein viruses they use, just like Iran. Uh, Iran, too, they don't trust the U.S., so they're building their own. But because of the medical police state, they can do this now. Biotechnology is all throughout the world. Wokeness, other things in politics, it can differ. If you don't like it, you go to another country. Now, there's no place to go. Unless you want to go to Elon Mars, uh, bus to Mars or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, poor Elon. Do you see where he just, he's having a hard time because his solar panels don't work. Do you hear that story I mentioned? Uh, oh, he's wow. still in California too. Yeah. You know his uh, his manufacturing plant is here, uh, one of his main ones in Hawthorne, California. So they're they're still using California because California has a growth spurt of uh, real estate throughout the state. I think it's increased thirty nine percent here in Montecito. It's forty nine percent. Everybody's buying in Montecito. I guess where they're buying right up against the beach. If we're supposed to have all this global rising of tides. How come right here at the beach is Conan O'Brien, George Lucas, uh, Kevin, uh, which Kevin is it, Costner or one of them, Kosher, all these guys, Ellen and Portia, of course, they're all lined up at the beach. Remember the beanie baby guy, too? He's right there at the beach. <laughs> they're all at the beach. Yeah, they don't seem to care about the global warming yeah, rising. rising tide. Well, as you know, the tides haven't, the, the, nothing's risen. You know, did you see the picture? We had a picture, well, on our telegram of uh, whatever, Statue of Liberty, right? Uh, 100 years ago, water level, same water level, right? And they actually censored a, that, that picture on, on Faceplant that I put up. They censored that. Wouldn't be surprised, because nope. here, I've, I've lived <laughs> on and off by a beach here, and I haven't seen a, a, any difference at all. It's the same beach. No, you know? no, there's no... There's no ice things melting. It's just all made up, Adam. You know, it's it's just amazing what's going on. It's just like a it's just like a really bad movie, close up and personal, isn't it? It is, and that people believe it. I mean, oh, if I you know. read the local oh, papers, they're, they're actually believing this. They're afraid. Uh, they want to draw a blue line up about uh, I don't know quarter of a mile up into the Santa Barbara business uh, district. And of course, the business people are saying, hey, this is bad for business. We don't want you drawing a blue line showing where the tide's going to rise. <laughs> now, how is it going to rise like a quarter of a mile in the next 10 years when it hasn't risen an inch since, uh, when did I get up here? 1970, yeah. I think. It's and not I going didn't anywhere. see it any higher then. Personally, I think we're going to do it. Personally, I think we're going to do an ice age. You know, I'm, I'm totally the other way. I think we're going to do an ice age if we do anything. Other than, seems like it. It's snowing in Hawaii. And I know. I do you see that? I mean, lower. Yeah. You probably heard that on the news. Yeah, it's snowing in Hawaii. <laughs> mm -hmm. Boy, it's just, it's just great. Okay, if you'd like to be on the show with Adam, have a question for him. Uh, yes, no, maybe. Chronobiotic Nutrition is his hardcover book that you can still get at Sunsink Nutrition and also uh, SolarTiming.com. Sunsink is ninety nine. Federal Reserve notes, such as they are, for a lifetime, even if you live to 144. Um, Adam, did you have you heard me uh, mention the solar timing coffee enema liver experience I had Thanksgiving? Did you hear me talk about it? Uh, yes, I did. 
fascinating. I'll, I'll do a quick story for everybody. So what I did was I woke up. So I, I went to sleep, you know, Wednesday night, Thanksgiving coming up. Thought I just said to myself, okay, if I need to do this, you know, I wake up at one o'clock and I'll and I'll do the coffee enema because I thought it might be fun, you know, Thanksgiving. I'm going to work on the screenplay. I won't be going anywhere. So I woke up at one, boom, right there, you know, and uh, cooked the coffee, put it in the freezer, cool it down to 98. And I went on your website, Solar uh, Sunsink Nutrition, and looked at my real solar time, Adam, and it was, it's 1.40, 20 minutes before 2 a.m., right? So I'm about 20 minutes ahead of real solar time right now in Dripping Springs. So I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to start this puppy at 1.40, you know, right at 2 o'clock, which is liver cleansing, correct? Liver building at 1, and then liver cleansing at 2, correct? Actually, liver, well, yeah, if you divide it into one hour, the main cleansing for the liver is in the afternoon from uh, 1 to 3, though, is the main one. But you can cleanse your liver at that time. It's, it's good. Oh, it's the, uh, yeah. it's the glycogen building time. Yeah. So, but still, 2 a.m. is still, in theory, even if it's in the morning, is the cleansing time, correct? 2 to 3 still is, see, there's minor cleansing times and major cleansing times. And yes, 1 to one to 2 would be the building time, uh, gotcha. and the cleansing time would be uh, So this is interesting that you say this, because the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say, so I did it. I, I, you know, I shone some, you know, red light on the liver, and I tapped on it, and I talked to it, and I had a good time. And so then, Thanksgiving afternoon, and I mean it, right at one forty-five. I tell you what, I got hit with what would be called the most amazing flu symptoms ever. One forty-five that afternoon. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I had a fever. I had chills, I had body aches, and for about an hour or two, it was like, and I hadn't done anything except 12 hours earlier. Isn't that fascinating? Definitely. Wow. Those cleansing reactions are very real. Wow, wow. So tell folks how the 12-hour the shunt works. I mean, what's, what's that about? How does that work uh, with the body? It's kind of like uh, squeezing a balloon. If you have a balloon and squeeze one end, the other end expands. So what happens is when, say, at birth, it's a trauma. So it squeezes the balloon at the birth time, but it expands it on the other end. Mm -hmm. Well, where are you going to feel the pressure? On the opposite end. So I was born at uh, lung time, and so I'm going to feel my pressure and my problems often happen at bladder time. And indeed... Back in the days when I used to hitchhike, I was afraid to hitchhike at that time because <laughs> I would almost get killed every time I tended to do it and, uh, and get in accidents at that time. Oh, wow. So there's definitely, it's important to know as much as you can, if you can, what time you were born so that you can find the shunts to that. And they're in fours, like the squares of astrology, every 90 degrees of time around it. So if you're born at lung time, you can have the trauma gets passed on to spleen pancreas time, which is nine to 11 in the morning, and then on exactly opposite the lungs, the urinary bladder time, which is a type of lung, by the way, and that's from three to five, and then further on to triple heater time, 
between 9 and 11. So you have two 9-11s and you have two uh, one, uh, 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 three to five. Fascinating. So those shunts actually tell you a lot. And in all the clients I used to see, I found a lot of times when people would have a syndrome, like they'd come with a gallbladder problem, then they would have a heart problem and uh, the other organs related in those shunts. And inevitably, often three. Very rarely four, but sometimes you'd find all four. Interesting. Adam, on my birth certificate, it says 3 a.m. Um, so what would that mean for me to look at? You're another long-time guy. This is good for meditation. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm up. That's why I do well there, right, at that time. Could, could be. Yeah, I was born at 342, huh. so uh, part of long time. Yeah, yeah. My mom told it's me I was... It's time to meditate. It's the... Uh, what do they, they, they actually call it the time of divine nectar, something like right. that in India. And you'll notice in monasteries, whether they're Catholic, they wake them up Hindu, at 3 o'clock, all over right? the world, they get up in that time in the yeah, morning and meditate. And meditate 3 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, I did something fun, um, I guess it was, I don't know, maybe Saturday night? Was it? Yeah, Saturday night, I woke up at liver time, and I remembered uh, the idea of doing a Kabbalamine tonic, at liver time, right? At uh, 2 o'clock. <laughs> so I did a Kabbalamine tonic, and man, I got supercharged, and I stayed up all night. Up, I just never did go to sleep and worked on my screenplay for about 12 hours straight. It was great. <laughs> it was fun. It was really I've fun. I've done that too. Have you? When I, when, I have it, when I get up at that time, sometimes I think, I think I'd like to get some work done because right? it really does help. Right. So, and if you want to meditate, I used to call it supercharged meditation. <laughs> yeah. So what is that doing when you do the Kabbalamine tonic uh, right at liver time? What's, what's going on there? You know, uh, these organs are in a what's called the chi clock in Taoism, mm -hmm. solar clock and solar nutrition, different words for it. And basically, uh, the timing of that clock synchronizes you with what the organ is doing. And so you get more bang for your buck that way. Obviously, if you eat a food out of time, you're not going to die from it. But you're going to get uh, more efficiency. You're going to get more calor calories, more nutrients, more things out of it. Sure. So over time, you get a distinct advantage by eating as close to time as possible. With exceptions, you need to build your immunity by eating some things out of time. Otherwise, you go over to... Aunt Ethel's, and she's going to feed you broccoli at nighttime, and you're going to have a serious reaction because you your immune system won't be used to it. Yeah. So that's why lunar time for seven days you get to just let the steam off and uh, eat out of time. Oh, that's right. Because a few days before the the full moon, and then a few days after, uh, you do the whole. Eat a, eat, a, eat a bunch of other stuff, right? That's what helps the body. Exactly. And now, in our book, in the Yes, No, Maybe book and the other books that I've got on uh, e-books on uh, uh, solar timing, right? The uh, we have a clock of pushing forward three days, you right. know, three days where you do all that. That is not necessary all the time. If you have a serious problem, sometimes you can help. But the main thing is lunar time is just loosen up, you know, and eat something you might not have eaten. Yeah. Go get some hagen or something that has uh, some kind of, uh, uh, what do you call them, 
what are those snowballs? Remember those things you buy at Seven Eleven? Yeah, they're like uh, toxic uh, food. <laughs> we used to have those at the at the theater. Remember those things? Snow caps? Yeah, every once in a while, Ooh. in case in case someone forces you to <laughs> forces you to eat some toxic food, <laughs> you're at least your body can identify it and set out antibodies for it. So yeah. once in a while, you don't want to get too clean. More important is to learn how to clean on an ongoing basis so that you can stay clean and any kind of toxins you get, your body will eliminate. When you're on time, of course, things go through your body much faster. So they, uh, so you don't accumulate toxins as much and poisons and uh, too many nutrients and whatever. It pretty much balances out. The body knows what it's doing. It, it's not dumb. A lot of times the medical profession makes us think we know everything in your body is dumb. So our drugs will make it smarter by working on these things that the body can't do. And actually left to itself, the body can do everything and more that a doctor tells you they can do. Indeed. I agree. I really I believe that. Um, there was an email I got in a couple of days ago, heard me talking about cobalamin tonic. He said, Boy, that sounds good. He's a new listener. And wanted to uh, tell me how to how you make it and why it's good. Why don't you do that? Okay, it's uh, it's made with coffee, cocoa, or cacao, uh, whichever you want to call it, and uh, 100% maple syrup. And basically, uh, you take the coffee that you brewed. Before that, though, you take the cup and you put some uh, uh, cocoa in the cup and then put maple syrup and stir it up till it's liquid. Uh, cocoa is notoriously hard to digest, but when mixed with the maple syrup like that, it makes it much easier to digest. Then pour the coffee off it, over it, and put as much maple syrup. I used to like More. extra, yeah, extra, you know, maybe yeah. two or three tablespoons in, even right. before I started my sugar binge. And then that's it. But if and you then just want a teaspoon, what, that's okay. Too. And what are the benefits from that? Well, one thing, it's a hormone precipitator, a hormone booster hmm. rocket, as Donald Lay called it. And uh, it doesn't necessarily have B12 in it, because Kabbalah men means B12, but it precipitates uh, B12. Uh, although I have seen reports that cocoa does have some actual B12 in it. But the thing is, when we put a vitamin or a nutrient in our body, we just think it's going to work automatically. But there's a qualitative uh, spin to all elements, too. Just because you put iron in your body doesn't mean it's going to work. You know, you have to make sure it's qualitative. That has to do with the timing, the pH, and a variety of things, and things you combine with it. I heard you on, maybe it was Friday's show, talking about how when you put all the vegetables together, they kind of do their own intermixing yeah, yeah. and make friends with That's each fun. other. And there's there's... There's truth to that. Same thing by eating the things. When you eat something by itself, it becomes a drug. Not necessarily bad, but it is now a drug, not a food. When you eat things in combination, like people have done since millennia, uh, then you're eating food, and food is your best medicine. Yeah. That was funny. I always remember I went to an Ayurvedic uh, seminar thing. I think it was somewhere in New Mexico. Really cool guy. And that's what he said. He said, cook, them, cook things together, you know, like whatever you want, all together, and then let them fight out their differences in the pot. And then, <laughs> I always remember he said that. <laughs> fight out their differences in the pot. 
and then have that. I've been doing that with, and I wanted to talk about it, uh, this uh, whole idea of pressure cooking. I got this Instapot, really cool, uh, and you can put, I put potatoes like, uh, I don't know, kale and maybe some carrots and some butter and a little bit of olive oil. And, you know, you, these things will cook in 10 minutes. And, boy, it feels digestible to me. I wonder how that's different than dextrinization, Adam. <clears throat> well, it works, too. Dextrinization gives you some other benefits, like the slight caramelization that occurs gives you ketones. So if you eat potatoes that have ketones, it sucks up the amino acids that tend to cause kidney disease. And of course, if you go to a doctor and you have some kind of kidney disease, they say, oh, candy potatoes are too rich in potassium. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course, Ray Pete has said that's nonsense. And the thing is, when you take the potato, though, and you dextrinize it, in other words, it starts to get kind of a caramel color, light caramel color, without just totally burning like in black toast. Right. Then that's where the ketones appear. Hmm. And the ketones will become proteins you get extra protein out of the potato and you take those dangerous amino acids that are hanging out in the kidneys causing all the havoc. So what do, you, do you have any idea uh, what happens to the potatoes when you pressure cook them? You get, you get more breakdown of cellular walls and you get more nutrition. Now, it's important to get raw food too. You know, it's not just about uh, absorption of things. It's about our defense mechanism. So eating raw food is beneficial. Actually, uh, some accounts say 80% raw and 20% uh, cooked. But the raw food is best if you eat fruits and fruto-vegetables that are actually botanically uh, fruit. Of course, all the morning fruit, like cherries and <coughs> pears and apples and all of that are right. obviously fruit. But we don't usually think of uh, tomatoes or squash, or oh. zucchini, or uh, avocados. cucumbers. Avocados. Fruit, but technically they're fruit. Even a, 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 a pineapple, all of those, they're basically fruits and fruit of vegetables. Yeah. Um, so they're cooked. The sun has already cooked them. I like, I like squashes. I really enjoy the zucchini. But some of the people contend that squashes are like the number one of the harmful lectins uh do you believe there's anything to that very little first of all lectins is a broad collection it's like saying all fats are bad all uh all proteins are bad all <laughs> they they have grouped it together one time i think i sent you a list of like 200 300 yeah, different lectins. now here are some examples of lectins that are very helpful amygdala you can get too much of it, though. When you eat the seed of an apple, they tell you it's poison. But I've written an entire book on amygdalin where, uh, where nitrogen is used to combat cancer. So to say it's just bad, it depends on the amount. If I eat the uh, apricot pits, it works for B17, amygdalin, on cancer. But if I eat too many, I will die. <laughs> I mean, there is a limit of eating uh, apricot kernels. Uh, where people can't die. Animals often eat those uh, uh, amygdalin lectins and they die. Also, when you have a urinary infection, a uh, kidney infection, you take cranberries for the lectin. 
the leptin actually gathers up uh, the toxins and the bacteria out of the out of the bladder. When you do that with cranberry leptin, though, it's important to have a lot of fluid after, because often when you gather up all those bacteria and they stay in your bladder, it gets worse. So you want to flush it all out at the same time. But leptins are very valuable, and yet, uh, and this counteracts what. Uh, what uh, Diadamo says about uh, lectins. He said, you know, one type needs it for their blood type and one type uh, needs this for their blood type. Here's the problem. I knew he was wrong when I got to about page 20 of his first book back at the very beginning when he said ricin. Ricin is one of the most deadly uh, poisons. It's a James Bond poison, you know, the tip of the umbrella. You just stick some person, they drop over dead a minute later or five minutes later. Well, I guarantee, I don't care if you're an O, B, an AB, or whatever blood type you are, you're going to die from ricin. <laughs> You'll probably <laughs> die. nothing to do with your blood type. <laughs> yeah, I understand. So he actually used that in his first book, which, of course, makes no sense at all. Uh, blood types have, in some foods like lima beans, it does make a difference, but lectins actually have more to do with your gut than your blood. Very few of them coagulate your blood as are is made in those uh, uh, books. He's made a fortune on them, though. Oh, I like lima beans, so, and I'm an O. Should I eat lima beans? If I remember correctly, O is the type that can eat lima beans correctly. Oh, good. Yeah, and, you know, a little challenge of a lima bean for the other blood type, but there is some truth to uh, lima beans and blood type, and I'm pretty sure if I remember, O is okay. I'm an O. And uh, I've eaten my share of them and never had a problem. And I think I looked that up at the very beginning to see how that went. Now, here's the, here's the Adana Lay version of blood types, by the way. Hmm. If you're B and O, you need more meat. If you're A or AB, stick to more vegetables. You can get by. That's his whole, entire rule. His entire there thing. There's no this food, that food, every food. So O's and you say O's and what else kind of? Do better with a little meat. Yeah, O's and B's do better. Uh, do better with meat. With more meat, they can handle more meat. Get less uric acid buildup and things like that. Uh-huh. Much uric acid. And uh, A and A B do really well. As uh, some people, and this is not validated for sure, say that O is a meat eater, B is a fish eater, A B is a A is a vegetarian, and A B is a fruitarian. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but it's kind of an interesting little, uh, you know, template to use, maybe look at and for our listeners and say, well, you know, maybe that's why I do better when I just do veggies if they're an A or B. You know. Yep. So there's there's something to it. And uh, and again, uh, leptins affect the gut mostly and yeah. other parts of the body. They don't get to the blood, but some of them do, like lima beans, for whatever chemical reasons they get in there. And anthropologists have checked that out, that certain types are more subject to cancer certain ones to ulcers different things and different blood types there's a statistical difference doesn't mean just because you're that blood type you're going to get that condition but there are statistical differences in uh in the lectins uh, uh that we eat yeah yeah and, and other reasons for blood types not just lectins we are going to declare our independence tomorrow with a fellow and also talk about uh, sustainable growing some food at home, which is a pretty timely thing, and that'll be tomorrow 
uh, at 10 and also then at noon. And uh, so we'll have some fun with that. Adam, hang out there a minute. We're going to... Uh, we're going to hear Daniel Vitalis tell us about pine pollen. Pretty cool thing. Buy one, get one free for the next week or so. And I will check and see if we need a promo code for that. But uh, here, listen up. Before I start my work day, I like to get my workout in. It makes me much more effective throughout the rest of the day. Now, one of my favorite supplements to use in conjunction with my training is Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. These are sustainably and humanely harvested from U.S. free-range animals. Now, what's interesting about elk, deer, moose, all these animals we call the cervids, is they're the only mammals who have an organ that actually falls off and regenerates every year. These elk antlers grow out in just a matter of a couple of months. In order to grow like that, they need growth factors, steroidal compounds that cause that rapid growth. Those can actually be harvested, freeze-dried, and put into solution that you can actually utilize in your own body. Now, there's been a back and forth history with this being banned for doping in professional athletics. Currently, it is legal, except that it is really rich in IGF-1, which is a banned substance. Now, of course, this is a natural substance. This is not a steroid. But when you look at natural substances, you won't find anything more powerful than elk antler for recovery, for lean muscle growth and maintenance, for metabolic enhancement, and for recovery after injuries and surgery. This is incredible stuff. If you're looking for a natural supplement that boosts your metabolism, helps you grow lean body mass, burns fat, increases libido and energy levels, and helps your body regenerate from your workouts or from injuries or surgeries, take a look at Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. Okay, well, I was kind of dazed and confused. Uh, let me check. I'm, I'm looking at, there's different sales going on every day. Sorry to throw you a curve here, but I'm trying to figure out exactly when the pine pollen thing is. I thought it was just ongoing, but that's not the case. It's always something, you know, but I'm going to figure it out. Uh, stay tuned, and I'll, I'll let you know as soon as I figure it out when the pine pollen thing is. But it looks like they're going to, you know, they're going to do a 12 days of deals, one day only for each. Uh, I don't know why they're making this thing so complicated. Okay, anyway, I'll figure it out. I'll, uh, stay tuned, and uh, so I'll fill you in if you want to get some of these products. Buy one, get one free. Dr. Patrick Flanagan has been regarded as one of the most important scientists in the last 50 years. We talked to him about sulfur. There's a product called organic sulfur. And organic sulfur uh, was put into trade in 1865 as organic sulfur. Some people call it MSM or methyl sulfonylmethane, but most of the MSM in health food stores uh, have been contaminated with a kind of silica that prevents its absorption by the body. But anyway, what happens is that if you take a, a, a tablespoon of MSM and uh, of the organic sulfur in hot water in the morning and a tablespoon in the afternoon, uh, it, ca it sulfates 192 different compounds, uh, heavy metals from the periodic table, and, and once it sulfates them, I'm talking about radioactive elements and other things, once it sulfates them, uh, these uh, sulfates cannot stay in the uh, human body for more than 12 hours. 
And what Dr. Flanagan just mentioned is one of the key reasons why our sulfur is different from most out there, Amazon, no matter where you go, because it's pure. Click and order, front page, oneradionetwork.com. Would you like a discount? Just email me, four pounds or more, a discount, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. Otherwise, two pound orders, United States, Canada, worldwide, three prices. Click and order, oneradionetwork.com. Good job, Patrick. Well, you should get into radio or something. Um, Yeah, this is a great product. Let us know. We're going to order some today on Monday. And if you can get in on this order, uh, maybe Tuesday morning, tomorrow morning, uh, just uh, get your order in and let me know if you want more than than two pounds or four pounds. Um, Two pounds. So, yeah. uh, So here's the deal. Looks like the pine pollen... Uh, it's uh, buy one, get the second one at half price. It's a great deal. If you want to get some pine pollen, just go to Thrival, oneradionetwork.com, click on it, and you can do the buy one, get the second one for half price. I think I figured it out. It was a little bit hazy, wazy. Um, Adam's main squeeze there, Vibrant Gal, and Adam both love um, aloe a bunch. And... Uh, for well, it's there's a lot to it because this aloe product uh, that we have uh, that if you'd like to try, you can go to Stockton Aloe One on our website and get this fresh frozen aloe that comes in and you just kind of you know just kind of thaw it out for a bit, a minute, put it into a 16 ounce glass is what I do. I'll drink it over two, three, four days, thaw it out again bring it back out of the freezer, and you're just getting the most uh, delicious, uh, powerful aloe vera anywhere. There's no, you know, obviously there's no things there, you know, like sodium benzoate uh, uh, preservatives, and uh, it's just the fillets, and freezing it is probably the most beneficial way to take it other than just filleting it right there out of your garden and mixing that up, but it takes... I don't know how many plants it would take to do. A, uh, it comes in a half gallon. You know, I don't. I don't. Um, you can imagine what that would take. You'd have to have a whole yard full. So this is very powerful. If you want to try some aloe, anything going out in Mister Tummy, small intestine, large intestine, that is not you know the very best that you'd like to help smooth out a little bit. This is a really a good way to go. Aloe vera, Stockton Aloe One on One Radio network.com. I think you'll really, really like it. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. With Adam Bergstrom, has two websites, the Yes, No, Maybe. Uh, uh, well, no, it's not. Sorry, Sunsync Nutrition and um, SolarTiming.com. Now, uh, Sunsync Nutrition is where you have all of the, no, SolarTiming.com is where you have all the ebooks, right? Uh, it's Sunsink Nutrition is where we have everything from blogs to a color video where you can recycle yourself through the colors and a oh. whole bunch of features. It's the $99 one. The uh, SolarTommy.com, that's where we have the books. I think we're approaching 50 now. I lost track. 50 e- different ebooks. Wow. Yeah, I've even, of course, I, I've written 14 books on yellow fat disease and I promise to stop. Yeah, it's and, just stuff. Uh, you know, just stuff. 
and uh, basically ninety nine dollars for the whole thing makes it like a big book uh, of all the uh, yeah. all the proof for yeah. it. Because no matter what they say about omega threes, and Western medicine is all over the world, they all like omega threes, except a few select people don't because they know it causes yellow fat disease. And anybody who knows how to do a cyberspace search can see if you take them, you get yellow fat disease. There's no getting out of it. But yellow fat disease is hard to notice. It's aging. It's it's one of the main ways we age is through yellow fat disease. Huh. And anybody can look this up and validate it. They don't even have to buy all my books. I've just collected study after study after study wow. after study. Some of the studies are boring, but I attempted to put a little humor into it and facts uh, directly to explain what's in it. But I wanted to be make it particularly research heavy because people are going to say, well, that's just you saying this. Who else is saying this? Yeah, who well, else is saying there's this? There's actually thousands of other people saying it. <laughs> so other than fish oil, um, what are the high food sources of omega-3s? Slack soil is uh, one of the worst, and uh, chia can be. Chia. And again, if you take a tiny bit of chia for protein, you're not going to die from it. But it's not a good source to be taking on a long ongoing basis because of problems uh, there's other ones that have smaller amounts i have found no cases of yellow fat disease from uh, omega-6s by the way now uh, repeat and others say that they're bad for you so i've avoided them for a long time I've minimized them. you don't avoid them i've minimized them but my main thing for minimizing is omega-3s because that causes yellow fat disease. Yeah. Monsanto knows this. They they convert their soybeans to get rid of the omega threes so that they can be edible and usable. Do they? So, but they don't tell anybody. At the same time, they sell omega threes while they're busy taking them out of all of their soybeans. It's, it's a uh, you might hear be hearing more about that because the soybeans that have removed the omega three is a trillion dollar business. The supplement business with omega-3s is only billions of dollars involved. So if you do the math, you're going to see some changes here pretty soon because because right now, how do they handle it? Monsanto causes calls the bad stuff linolenic acid and calls the good stuff omega-3. If you look it up, it's exactly the same and, thing. And what do they call these, um, these soybeans that they've taken the omega-3 out? Uh, well, they call them high oleic high as, a, as a trick. But if you look at the patents, they clearly reduce the omega-3s because they cause yellow fat disease. That's why they use the, the feed that they feed salmon in captivity has taken out the omega-3s and had more omega-6s in it. And, and then they don't get yellow fat diseases quickly. Otherwise, you're going to get really tough meat. It's like it's like eating an old person if you were a cannibal, right? You want to eat a nice tender teenager. You don't want to eat a a, a dried out old ninety uh, year old right. person. I mean, it's well, the same with uh, salmon. <laughs> well, you know, I have a little story that I find really fascinating, anecdotal, but I'm going to show it like on the arm. Um, I was eating quite a bit of raw salmon sushi, right? Quite a bit, a couple times a week. And every now and then, that I get this little purple, some kind of little purple 
thing on my forearm. You've seen them, right? Little purple spots. Yeah. And then you were start talk, talking about the salmon being high in omega-3s. So I just stopped, right? And I just changed to tuna because tuna I looked on the internet. It's very low compared to salmon, really low. This The tuna from Hawaii, the ahi. And you know what? I stopped doing the uh, uh, the salmon and that little puppy disappeared and hasn't come back and it's been a month. Yeah, from eating all the fish I did uh, before I stopped, I was getting what's called petechia. There's little purple bruises that yeah, are, that's what this is. Yeah, that's, that's what this is. Yeah, and they kept increasing and increasing. I saw warnings, fatal liver disease, all kinds of things scaring scaring me. I started getting them in the '90s, in hmm. the uh, mid '90s, probably. Then they kept going, and I said, "Well, I guess I can live with it." Then the easy bruising started. I touched something and get a big bruise. Wow. Well, once I got off the tuna and the uh, and the mayo, because some of that mayo had flax in, you know, thinking it's good, uh, and I started eating oranges, I have no problem. I also had bleeding gums. I had a bleeding butt. I, had, wow. I couldn't wipe my butt with toilet paper. Now I could use sandpaper on my butt. <laughs> you think it was uh, the tuna? You ate so much tuna? Yeah, now I ate, when you're eating salmon, I ate tuna like a, a can a day, oh, at least. That's a lot. And then I ate other yeah. fish and things too. And I and I felt guilty because I believed salmon was good for me, so I would buy it. I liked the red salmon, which is like $5 a can or something compared to the pink salmon. But uh, depending on my budget, I would eat pink or red. So I'd throw it in every once in a while. But I've, <clears> I've been eating, my, my mother was amazed that I would eat tuna twice a day, every day. And she said, don't you get tired of tuna? No, no, I love this stuff. And I paid a price for it. And then as a kid, I was fed uh, uh, cod liver oil. So between the two over the years, I ended up with problems. I still have some problems from it, but the big ones, the edema, the petechia, the easy bruising, the bleeding gums, the bleeding a-hole, all of those, are resolved now, so I wonder. For five um, or six years, I wonder. I so I wonder why it's different that I'm not seeing any any kind of symptoms. Uh, but I'm only doing a couple times a, a a week. But this is fresh raw ahi tuna from Hawaii. Too different. You think cooking the tuna in the can and all that uh, exacerbates the omega threes or makes it? Well, they're going to be in tuna, but uh, tuna especially if it's in warmer waters, that has a lot to do with it. It's like the oil in your car. You want a more uh, volatile oil in your car if you're, otherwise it freezes, you know? That's the whole thing of uh, 1040 oil and all that kind of yeah. stuff to go for 10. Now they have a combination that it works. But in our bodies, they have a 10, a 20, a 30, a 40, a weight oil, and it makes a big difference. So if, if you live under the water in freezing conditions, then omega-3 uh, can make some sharks live for a thousand years, really? maybe more. A thousand years? Wow. Yeah. But there seems to be other factors too because the orange rugby lives way deep in the ocean and it has the less omega-3s of all, yet it lives to 200 years, average 150, and some of them get up to 200 years. The orange ruffy. salmon, what, wow. nine years. Yeah. Wow. So that's a good fish to choose, orange ruffy, right? 
Yep. It's hard to get now because they, you know, it only re- it, they don't start reproducing till they're 20 or so. And uh, and uh, people been they don't reproduce yeah. that much. So the other fish, you know, every year there's a whole bunch of them. You ever see the salmon up by Lake Tahoe that get up that far? Uh, you, you'll see uh, all these fish are just flat dying there. They lay their eggs and then they have salmon stinking up the place all hmm. over. Joseph writes in that uh, he wants to know he's got some heart inflammation. Um, oh, he's, he's had the jab. Wow. I haven't heard anyone cover this on your show. Can you talk about it? Any ideas what Joseph could do if he's had the old jab and his heart is inflamed? Lots of sugar to stop the inflammation. Definitely. Sugar? Really? Lots of sugar, yeah. Whether you want to take it from honey or maple syrup or whatever, I just take it from plain sugar, of course, table sugar, uh, extra. If ever I have any kind of infection or inflammation or anything, I head for the sugar bowl. Isn't that amazing? I add it with cream sometimes. That is so, so different from what we've uh, heard over the years, isn't it? Wow. See, they, they want to they demonize simple things, like salt is the devil, right. sugar is the devil. Not, not any of their chemicals. All of their chemicals they put in the food. <laughs> no, fine, nothing wrong with those, right? That's fine. Fluorine, oh, it's no wonderful. No problem, yeah. But, but salt, sugar? oh my God, there's four letters in that word. That must be bad. and uh, sugar five letters must be bad fat oh my god three letters that's really bad when you get down to three letter words well I think it's fascinating because you know growing up uh, growing up but just being in the natural food world Adam Bergstrom for the last what 40 years doing these kind of shows and studying it sugar has been the devil this whole time right they the natural food people haven't let up on sugar boy it's it's terrible cancer everything Yep, and my teeth didn't uh, start to get bad until I gave up. Sugar. I, I went through a stage in the '90s where I <laughs> ate less sugar, and then that's when my teeth went out from all the omega threes. Before that, as a kid, I never went to it. I went to my first dentist when I graduated from high school, and I didn't have cavities. And Halloween back in New Jersey, when you had apartments, we had to make multiple trips to fill bags with candy. We had the entire carpet. Uh, six inches deep in candy. Remember those little uh, candy corns and all that sure. kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could eat an entire chocolate bunny at Easter uh, in one fell swoop, the entire hollow bunny. Eat oh, the whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Man. And eat more. I never got diabetes. Now, my father got diabetes, and because he, they told him to stay off sugar, it killed him. He left at 54. So they, people say, your father had diabetes and you're eating all that sugar? I used to uh, like to kid my uncle. I'd go into a Chinese restaurant and have about 20 cups of tea, but half sugar, half tea. That's half and half. And he would just like, his eyes would bug out looking at me. <laughs> so that's what really messed up your teeth early on years ago was the, uh, the omega-3s? They, when I start, when I when they accumulated and I didn't have sugar to buffer, because you can't buffer omega threes, vitamin E, selenium, things like that help to buffer it. If you get them, especially if you get them in natural food, because remember, all vitamins that are sold as supplements are really approximations of vitamins. They're not the true vitamins, right. uh, but they can help. You can still use a vitamin E supplement to uh, uh, to help. Uh, 
ward off or slow down yellow fat disease. Oh, like the mixed tocopherols things, you could get some of those and pop them. Definitely, definitely. It's okay. I I chew all my vitamins when I take it. I I, uh, extract it so it goes in the mouth because the mouth is the most important identifier of what's coming down. Otherwise, when people swallow pills, it's like the stomach is like, uh, say, a warehouse dock. Uh, oh my God! He put that in in, in the uh, loading dock, and we've only got three men here. Why didn't he tell us in advance? Well, when you chew something in your mouth or leave it in your mouth a little while, they have time to load up forty people to unload the load down in the stomach. If they have three people there, because they think nothing's happening. So the more nutrients you have, the more messages you want to get there, and that's where the uh, where the mouth comes in and chewing. I first learned that, by the way, from Steve Shiver, one of my former gurus. Yeah, I haven't heard from Steve lately. Have you? You've been? Oh yeah, on on Facebook, he's all like, "We're banging heads all the time." Oh, on Facebook, we like to, we yeah. like to debate. <laughs> I love the guy. What are you debating he, on? He what? was the person that introduced me to Adano, and he was called the Wizard in Houston. Plus, he he had the fastest motorcycle on earth at one time. He's done a lot of things that. Uh, that are very amazing. Well, I'm still in Facebook jail another three or four or five <laughs> days. I behave on Facebook, but when I get to Miwi, it's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw a thing that uh, they put out as of December 1st, Facebook said that um, they're going to really um, not only put people in time out, but anybody, and they did two different things. Anybody that um, post an idea that this COVID doesn't exist, right? Or the vaccines are dangerous. They're going to cancel your account. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Pretty interesting. Google too, YouTube, it is. It's and Twitter. Supposed to be a free country. Oh man, it Twitter. wasn't even this bad during the hippie days. No. No. Nah. Not near. So we're just, you know, we're weaning ourselves off of there and. You know, we won't be on there much longer because Telegram is so much fun and we have all kinds of folks. If you'd like to join our Telegram page, folks, just go to One Radio Network and see the Telegram link. Click on that puppy and you'll meet a lot of nice people. And also our BitChute videos are all up on the front page too. So, you know, you can kind of... I'll keep you posted on that way because... uh I'm now doing a series of workshops uh, online for Master Chen. Remember him? From oh, yeah. We had him on one time. And uh, we've connected. He's in California. But one of the things he's done, and I don't have the details, but I'll fill you in later, is he's the CEO of a company that's going to be an alternative for paying bills on the Internet. Is that right, Vibrant Gal? Have I got that? Social media. Social media, a whole whole different aspect. So I'll keep you posted since I don't know enough about it yet to really comment on it. But there are people who wish to have alternatives to all this uh, cancel culture that's going on. Right. Yeah, let me know. He's he's such a wonderful guy. And and you you also told me that Master Chen, when it really comes to sexuality and intimacy, Boys and girls, he really knows his stuff, huh? He definitely does. Yeah, he's one of the most remarkable people. And uh, he read my mind on a regular basis and helped me a lot. A lot of things I'd have fixations about, boy, 
he wouldn't be kind about busting him, but <laughs> be. but he could bust him for me. Yeah, well, he's a cool guy. Um, you can't, an, get any, get, can't get away with anything around Master Channel. Oh, good. <laughs> here's an email from Rob. He's in D.C. I was wondering what Adam's thoughts on why people yell. Many different scenarios, pain, excitement, fear, anger. What is the voice trying to do? Hmm. Well, yelling can cure people. It can it actually, uh, one of the things that happened to me, I got under so much stress from an ex-girlfriend who were driving down to San Diego <laughs> that she drove me to scream. And I screamed so loud. And before when I would scream, uh, my vocal cords would be like Mr. Froggy or Andy Devine for a while. You know, I could barely talk. But I screamed beyond anything I'd ever done before, and it cleared my vocal cords. Uh-huh. And my whole upper esophagus was totally so clear, I was amazed. Now, my girlfriend didn't like that scream. She hid under the blanket and said, let me off at the Greyhound station. Let me off at the Greyhound station. I want to go home. <laughs> but she, she came around eventually. But I was so amazed that that release. So... The release of yelling is used in martial arts as a technique, both to, uh, uh, what do you call it, dissuade the other person from attacking you. But also, our voice is uh, is powerful enough to break glass, like Caruso and those type of things. So it is also powerful enough to heal. And actually, there are some people I have heard that can actually put the glass back together again with their song. Whoa, now you're talking. Well, so, so yelling is kind of... Good. So what Rob's uh, alluding to is maybe just people yelling at one another when they're mad at him or something. If they go to the full extent, really, plus the post stamps, as they say, you know, you want to go all the way with it because halfway, it's like when you do things halfway, your unconscious says this person really doesn't trust this and they don't go through it. So in that case, I let it let it all out. Hmm. And yeah. the thing is, crying, laughing, screaming, yelling, shouting, all of those can be very beneficial to our health if used correctly. You don't want to do it to your spouse or to your boss or someone like that necessarily. Uh, I have done it. I have quick jobs like that by telling the boss off. Got a great, got a great charge out of that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been uh, kind of looking at the work of a fellow that Dr. Cowan introduced us to, uh, Tommy Johns, have you heard about him? Really interesting yeah. body work and uh, uh, strengthening things. And we're going to have him on the show. And I've been playing around with some of his ideas. One of them is to just hang with, you know, just hang like a monkey, you know, on a bar, right? Just hang. And do it for as long as you can and try to build up so you're doing it about six, seven minutes every day. Not, not, in, not you know, not in a row. That's a long time. So I've been working on it, and I've been working up to about, right now at about a minute and 15, you know, in one session, just hanging. Any ideas? Have you ever played with that or what that could do for the body? He says it's really it's good for ex- Extremely beneficial for the body. There have been books written on it. Huh. It's called Brachiation. What's it Brachiation called? Brachiation. You either hang or you swing. You know when you go to the park and you go from bar to bar right, and right. like that? Either one is very good because it uh, works on the arms, which work on the legs, which work on the spine, and it tends to stretch us out. Some constipations 
uh, caused by oversitting and not stretching your body out mm. totally. You've done a lot of stretching in your time, and you've yeah. seen the health benefits that you can get from just simply stretching. Yeah, I've been keeping up with that, and now I'm going to get into his work. So I wonder, when you are hanging, I've been playing with the idea, if you pull up a little bit and using the strength of your arms and not fully relaxed into the body, is the idea you want to stay completely, you know, letting the body pull down? Is that the most benefit, do you think? Folks, you relax it totally where you have the total right. stretch, and then you tighten up also. And then you get a, uh, a a pulsation develops from that that's very beneficial for your health. Yeah, I, I've done a lot of that. And, of course, I first saw my dad do it when he used to have a really tough work as a tile set. And he'd come home and hang on the garage like that for his back. So it's really good for back problems, too. Oh, a lot of back problems yeah. can go away. That always worked really wonders for him. Well, I have a clock there, a digital, so I'm going to just try to keep work up until see how long. But it's interesting. You can keep adding little five or ten seconds to each time you do it, which is interesting, yeah. right? In your body, you're just getting stronger and seems to like it. Here's a good one. I, I really I like this question. I've been kind of looking into this from Chad. Uh, can you ask Adam, what's the best way to stimulate the vagus nerve for better bodily functions? He says, I've been reading that it's very key to have the vagus nerve active and for parasympathetic and sleep. Uh, yes, no, maybe. The vagus nerve is kind of overstated uh, because what we want to do for health is not the parasympathetic nervous system. That's the sleep and the rest and the digest. Right. But sympathetic tone, it's not parasympathetic tone, sympathetic parasympathetic tone makes me I'm sitting up now I couldn't sit up without it if I use parasympathetic system completely I'd be on the floor but so you need it anyone who is in a, uh, emergency like in hospitals knows that when a person is totally parasympathetic uh, they have to be careful not to disjoint limbs and break them because they have no tone in there and their body is just like a fish and if the arm logs off of the trolley the uh, whatever they call those little dinghies there, uh, you're, uh, you could dislocate your arm. Hmm. So, so actually the secret of meditation is sympathetic nervous system, not parasympathetic. Ideally then, we get a pulsation though. You want to have the best of both worlds. When you, you don't want the sympathetic system working when you're digesting or when you're resting, you want to get a good night's rest. And if you really do that, you need less rest. Anyone who can train the parasympathetic nervous system to work like that can get by easily with three hours sleep. Wow. Uh, but, uh, and then you have all the sympathetic during the time, and you can switch back and forth. Yogananda used to sleep by turning off one half of his body, one half of his brain, and let the other half. And where did he get that? Porpoises do it every day. Is that what they do? There's no porpoise that can't sleep like that. So, you can't sneak up on a porpoise. <laughs> can't sneak up on a porpoise. Yeah, wow. That's just... Um, so, but and but the vagus is tied into a lot to digestion too, right? Definitely, definitely. And the best way to do that is brachiation. 
hanging and things like that actually get the digestive system work working because when it's stretched out it knows to do its best hmm. if you look at old anatomy books from over 100 years ago the stomach was in a different position than people because they didn't sit down on their butts all the time like we do they were moving uh, around yeah yeah exactly they you'll see it wasn't j-shaped like it was today it was in a totally different position Hey, look at the old Gray's Anatomy. You can validate it on the internet. It's amazing. And it's been brought up by therapists. I first came across that concept when we were in New Zealand some time ago. And uh, it makes a big difference. So if you want your nerves to, to do it, you want to stretch the spine. What better way than brachiation? You're hanging from your uh, yeah. from your arms. Yeah. And the spine is just lengthening out by, by uh, just aligning because it's pulling toward the ground. Yeah, it's really fun. You can feel all kinds of things going on in uh, in your body. So I've been doing it three, four, five times a day. It's kind of fun. Uh, Kevin writes in, you guys brought up sugar and salt. I don't expect an answer of fact, just theorizing. If salt is used to preserve raw meat and such, and going along with the idea salt keeps the bad guys out, bacteria, do you think places like New York banning salt out of restaurants, do you think consuming salt helps keep out the supposed viruses? Just theorize. They're banning salt in restaurants? That's what he said in New York. I I wouldn't be surprised. surprised. You know, they do that in countries like Sweden. They decide what's good and bad for you and they'll ration out your sugar according to either your carbon footprint or what they presume is your health. So they actually ration out these things. And of course, that's their medical police state model about what health is, which is so far off. You know, you probably found out just as I have that 98% of what doctors say is incorrect. And unfortunately, even the holistic health movement is using their studies to validate what they're doing. Whatever happened to shamanism, mesmerism, all these other isms, they're gone because science says it's this. Science. How many times have, have I got distraught when I see that? Science says, science <clears throat> says, science says. You see it all the time now on NBC News and every every place like that that's mainstream. Science says. Boy, yeah, it's it's a religion now, right? It's scientism or whatever they call it. It is a religion. Science yeah. is not scientism. It has nothing to do with, uh, at least back in the 1910s and 1920s, they were trying. In the 30s, even. In the 40s is when they all had giant convocations about 1946. Ray Pete noticed this too. I noticed it from all the library research that all the good stuff dried out after the Second World War because then they had control of the world. We became a world power and started uh, driving people into debt. Now we're criticizing China from doing that. <laughs> They're putting all these things in the Solomon Islands and Gridar in Pakistan, the Belt Project and all of that and driving them broke <laughs> they're taking over they're making naval bases out of these places and right now there's riots in the in the in the solomon islands where a hundred chinese businesses were burned to the ground by the people just getting sick and tired of it in solomon islands and they took the president whatever he is premier they burned his mansion down and so they had to send for australian troops because australians are taking bribes for the Chinese to be uh, against Taiwan. 
Boy, it is a brave new world, Mr. Bergstrom. Indeed. It is definitely a long time. You know, by the way, speaking of Nixon, which you're going to have a guest, I read his Six Crises back in 1962. He had a book called Six Crises. Six Crises? uh, Yeah, Six Crises. It was was a good, uh, well-written book. It wasn't written by him. They ghostwrited it, just like he re- Nixon realized that Kennedy did so well with Profiles and Courage, which was ghostwritten for him. He didn't write that at all in 1955. Right. And his image went up so greatly. And uh, what uh, what happened there, though, uh, his father, Joe, bought up all the books so that it would become a bestseller in the New York Times and then distributed them all over. He became <laughs> president. So Nixon figured, golly, I'll do that. Kennedy did it. I can do it, too. So he got a ghostwriter, wrote Six Crises, about Alger Hiss, all those things that were going on back then. I- interesting book. Uh, Nixon is one of a kind, definitely. Yeah, this fellow we're going to have on, uh, he suggests that, and he's a real Nixon scholar, that the big boys were after him, not just, you know, not just the Democrats. I mean, the deep state back then. I wonder why. Well, he broke some uh, laws. And also, he was uh, a globalist, one of the few globalists, remember, Nixon. because they they called him the last liberal president because he got it got us into China and all kinds of things. Uh, started the whole Biden thing. Uh, it it actually was started with Russia through Armand Hammer, if you've ever heard his name. The Hammers live here now in Montecito and still have a lot to do with what goes on in Russia. The whole communist revolution in China was financed by the U.S. through Armand Hammer. You can check this up. Oh, you can't yeah. make it up. Yeah. You remember his uh, grandfather, his uh, great grandson now, who eats uh, actresses' toes? You know, Army Hammer. Yeah, actresses' toes. Does he eat them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's been accused of cannibalism. No kidding, Army Army Hammer, the guy. Yeah. Yeah, the Lone Ranger. You know, with Johnny Depp. Sure. He played the Lone yeah. Ranger, and he's, a, he's an actor, and he's in trouble these days. <laughs> no kidding. You can't eat actresses' toes without yeah. that. He was also in uh, uh, Social Network, right? He was uh, uh, the Winkin' Boss guy, yeah. Yeah, lots of lots of movies. He was really popular. He's uh, uh, he'll have to wait till the dust clears now for eating at actresses' toes. Wow. But the our, our man Hammer, see, he had a sweep. But Russia could not have survived without the United States helping him. So. In, uh, he became great buddies with Stalin. Stalin had a penthouse for him. He didn't need a passport to come into Russia. He came as one as he pleased. He, he took all their gold, platinum, all that stuff out of the Urals and gave them agriculture. He set up all these deals on the sly. That's why Reagan didn't trust him. They, they were really suspicious because he was making deals with Gaddafi, with China, everything, and perfectly immune to all of that. And our man hammered the family's up here now. Michael Hammer is the grandson, and then uh, uh, and then the whole anyway. The family's up here in Montecito with the rest of the big boys. What they call the blue bloods, right? The old blue bloods, rich. Folk. That's right. Deep. Charlie Munger's here. He's in trouble now too because he he donated all this money for the new uh, dorm for the students at UCSB. But what what they're mad about is here you have all the views out the windows right the dorms are all in the middle of the building so you don't get any views (laughs) for the students but it's a high-tech building they pump in artificial light 
that match what's going on outside. So your room lights up in accordance with outside and they pump in the air. It's against California architectural rules, but they got a, a pass on it because it's Charlie Munger. But now he's feeling the heat over that. <laughs> okay, we're going to do a little break here before we go. Um, we got started late and I have to do another show, but we have a little bit more time. Uh, this is now uh, play the right one. I'll play the right one. And this would be buy one and get the second one 50%. The first supplement I like to take in the morning right after I wake up is Pine Pollen Pure Potency or P4. This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of Cirque Rival's supplements can be taken any time of day but pine pollen pure potency it's important that you take at very specific times of the day now it can be taken once twice or three times depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it but the key is taking it at morning right upon waking midday or noon and then again right before bed so once twice or three times a day but always at those times and that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone and all we want to do is amplify that sine wave we don't want to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream instead we want to take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them this product tastes fantastic I think of it like an orange creamsicle and that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor there's a little bit of orange peel Tahitian vanilla bean cloves and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor so it's really delicious and easy to take so if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen pure potency thank you mr daniel sir great guy great products uh, check it out and he's a thrival link and then the pine pollen is buy one get a second one 50 percent off right now on one radio network the website it's december 6th 2021 tomorrow 80 years ago the japanese bombed pearl harbor december 7th and there's all kinds of stories how that thing was a <laughs> nothing like they said it was i mean is there anything in the history that is actually real man there's a whole story about that one there's a book called Days of Infam Infamy, if you'd like to learn about it. And uh, <clears throat> proven that uh, we, the United States, knew the Japanese were going to bomb Pearl Harbor because they let it go because they wanted to uh, get into World War II. And they just thought, well, this will get the country all riled up about war. Amazing that they could do that kind of stuff and have all these people killed. But they did it. They did it. There's lots of, uh, lots of evidence that that's what happened. So these old false flags like 9-11 and all that stuff, nothing new. 
as uh, Louis Huey P. Long said, the only thing that's new in this world is the history that we don't know. And uh, so 80 years ago, wow, December 7th, 1941, the whole Pearl Harbor thing happened. If you'd like to go to a website that's really cool that has so many interesting products that we just really like a lot, it is Shen Blossom. And it's on One Radio Network. Look at it, Shen Blossom, right there. And uh, here's a great product. <coughs> Whoops, I just went to reach for it and dropped it. Here's a great product from, from Shen Blossom. Previously with our conversation with Brandon Amalani. We love the rice sprouts. I tell you what. They're happening. My little body likes that. Ooh, man, I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I mean, people get amazing results. It's something as simple as sprouted and fermented rice is just like so nutrient-dense, so easily absorbable, uh, and it builds the chi and the organ systems in the body. It's very neutral for most people, so it's just you can feed it to your kids. It's really safe, and mm. I get more positive feedback on that one than any of the other powders. But, yeah, it's basically um, an heirloom rice source that we source from a family, small family in Japan. So it's like an heirloom-grade rice, and then we take that and do a fermentation process on it. So it combines the endosperm, the sprout, and the rice brand, but it makes the brand soluble. Uh, and the fermentation process actually unlocks a lot of fermentation has this really amazing ability to create nutrients out of nothing through that process. So, yeah, that's a really special product in a lot of ways. Rice sprouts, really nice product. Front page, One Radio Network, Shen Blossom, you see the ad. This is where you get the goji berry, shizandra, ginseng, a lot of cool things. And try these rice sprouts for you and the kids. Front page, OneRadioNetwork.com. Also on Shen Blossom, he has two different products, Grotein, where these in the pouches, and they're, uh, one of the first ingredients is bamboo. And so you can use this as an adjunct in your fruit smoothies in the morning or midday uh, bamboo. I don't know what that is. I guess it would be a midday food. I'll ask Adam. It's kind of long, probably midday. But um, that's what the old koala bears <laughs> eat. They do pretty good at pretty fascinating food. But that's protein. Then also this one, uh, this is for boys called Arise. And uh, if you want to get testosterone level up, Arise, it's on Shen Blossom on One Radio Network. Some great products there. All in Myron Glass. I, I think you'll really, really enjoy them. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam Bergstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobotic Nutrition, Sunsink Nutrition, where you can uh, get uh, your exact solar time. I'm 20 minutes ahead of time. I think that moves around, doesn't it, Adam? It's sometimes I'm 20 minutes ahead, and I think uh, at six months from now, I'll be 20 minutes late, if I remember. It shifts. Yeah, there's a mathematics involved. I let Vibrant Gal figure out the mathematics, <laughs> just like the computers. <laughs> yeah, let her figure she it out. She tells me Yeah. So what is bamboo? I'd not be helpless without it. Is, is, yeah, I know. With, you know. If we didn't have girls in our life, we'd all be helpless. Um, you bet. What, what is bamboo? Would that be a daytime or daytime bamboo? You know, you would think so, but according to Adonal Lay, it's nighttime. Nighttime. And I think it's because the edible part of the bamboo is down near the bottom of the plant. Ah. But I'm not sure about that. I'll have to research that and get back to you. Yeah, cool, cool. Um Here's a good one for you from Monica. Thanks for your informative show. I'm dedicated listener. Two questions for Adam. What is the psychological reason behind the prostate cancer, especially if the person 
is not that old, like in his 60s, what can be done about it? Thank you both. Dad. Dad? It's a dad thing? Dad. It's daddy. Yep. Oh, really? Now, when you ask him the color, it'll often come out black, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, you know, the, we have traumas. Black is a father trauma, gray is a mother trauma. So a lot of times they're just plain answer black. But if they answered something like red, it would be the father moved around all the time or something like that. It's different. But very common, we identify the prostate with the father and the womb with the mother. When there's uterine problems, then there's a mother trauma going on and with the father. Now, these are cookbook explanations. You have sure. to use mind hacking to find out for sure. But the great percentages of them are exactly like that. With mind hacking, you can get the specifics, though, because sometimes it might be the mom didn't like the dad or something of that nature, but the dad is involved always with a prostate problem. So then this would be uh, an idea that this person could start really looking at his relationship with dad and see if they can figure out where all the disconnects are or whatever, judgments, or and just try to clear that up so everything is kind of very squeaky clean between he and dad. Even if the person has been on cosmification, you can go within and do a lot of meditation and wait, and screaming. Sometimes you didn't get to scream at your dad, so you scream at your dad. Uh, cases get really strange with dad traumas. I, I had a uh, girlfriend one time that she went to Adano and said, uh, can you tell me why my, uh, my second toe or my index toe on my foot hmm. goes over the top of my big toe. And he said, what did your father promise you that he didn't give you? Because he crossing over the toes, like the fingers crossing the toes. And she said, he promised me a helicopter uh, ride. He was in the, in, the, in the Air Force, too, and he never gave it to him. So Donald said, well, to get rid of that, buy yourself a ticket and get an airplane ride someplace. And, you know, we're talking about the ones that uh, you buy, like, at a Y to go over mm -hmm. the airport, you know, yeah. over the volcano or something like that, not a commercial flight. And he said, then it'll stop crossing over. I don't know if she ever did that or not, but that's the kind of traumas we can have that physically attract our bodies in very strange ways. Very interesting. Um, so I found one here. I can't find it, but I re read it about 10 minutes ago. It was... I know what the, the, the question was, uh, uh, best time to do a sauna. They just bought one of our saunas. Solar timing saunas. Uh, best time to do a sauna, it depends on what you want to affect. Okay. Because remember, you're affecting, uh, say, usually to affect the opposite organ is when you want to do it. So you have a, a liver problem, you would do it uh, primarily at small intestine time and then it would affect the liver best. The heart time, you would do it at gall, for a weak heart, you would do a gallbladder sauna at gallbladder time. Uh, that's one way to do it. You could do it at the direct time too, and ideally, you do one, and then you do another. You alternate between them. So, okay, all right. <clears throat> um, uh, here's somebody who just got their sauna. They were impressed with how short a time it took. Yeah, it does, really. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, I live in Thailand. I like to get the aqua cure machine. Yeah, we'll hook you up. 
all kinds of emails here. Let me flip through them. Um, I asked uh, Adam, when the body detoxes, which has a higher and more effective pathway using chemical chelators like Boyd Haley's OSR, oh, and the mercury detox, or biophysical light frequencies, sunlight in the eyes, like the Dishan color therapy, are chemical pathways and pharmaceuticals superior to light? Hmm. Yes, no, maybe. Hmm. Your ideal way to detox is to eat foods on time because that makes the timing work. And when the time, it's like your car. If your car gets out of time. It's not going to run very well. But if it's in time, it performs its uh, its job. If your car is out of time, you get gather soot. You get to gather things in the engine that don't do your serve your engine well. Same thing with the body. So eating on time is more important. Uh, phototherapy is light therapy, but more important is circadian therapy, which is the timing of the light cycle. It's not to do with the light brightness. It's the cycle of the light and how it goes. And so that is the superior way of all ways. And sometimes there are chemicals that detox, obviously. And sometimes you can use red light to detox. Mm -hmm. But timing of the light is most important. Uh, this is from Justin. When's the best time to build testosterone? Let's see. The best time for that would be... I wonder how he's building it. Uh, maybe uh, lifting weights and stuff? I don't know. He doesn't say. Let's see. What do you think, testosterone? Uh, probably by what you're eating at the dinner meal, depending on what you wanted to do with the, the testosterone. But actually, I, I take that back. When is the best time to get testosterone? Just like vitamin D, we get it out of the sun. Huh. So obviously, going out in the sun with a brief uh, exposure between 11.30 a.m. and 12, and if you do the, the sun sink clock, you'll get detail then, but it's close enough if you get it around noon. Then you're going to get more testosterone and precipitate it throughout the day. But uh, so that would really be the, the what you would call the uh, testosterone uh, key time would be then at hard time. Mm -hmm. Also, a circulation sex time, what you eat for dinner would have a lot to do with your testosterone, which would buffer all the cortisol and everything that people go through at the nighttime. And sometimes just eating extra sugar so you buffer the protein to see, keep it from being expended, and that would include testosterone, too. Wow, cool. Uh, here's one for you. What, would Adam please talk further about how to affect the weather and our will? <laughs> Somebody wants to change the weather. You know, uh, I've monkeyed around with that, and... Uh, it's best to do it as an emergency. We have a heart system in our body. Now, I became a bit uptight about all this COVID business going on. 
So I started wishing for the uh, the to affect the internet and have it go down. So Vibrant Gal got all excited. Facebook went down. It went down. It worked. <laughs> that was during my last show with you, by the way. So then I decided I'm going to make a solar flare and 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 put the internet out. And that happened the next day on Friday. But now, is this a synchronicity or is it actually affecting the weather? I can't tell you for sure. And then, of course, uh, they had another event after that. But it's kind of chancy doing that thing, so I've kind of backed off of that. But in emergencies, there is the elemental song. We love you, we love you, we love you. Our dear <laughs> elementals, we do. All beings of air, fire, and water, and beings of earth, we love you. <laughs> I am presence, free all elementals, the great, the small. I am presence, through them give protection to all. Do that at least four times, and it saved my life, wow. my life on several occasions. And I've seen miracles happen with it. Adana warned me, only do that if your life is in danger, or it's a very serious problem. Uh, and I'll leave that to the discretion of the person. I've done it when my life wasn't in danger and got in serious trouble, I'll put it that way. And it saved my life other times. Not nice to mess with Mother Nature. You know, be careful. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you one example. I, I'm down in Hollywood, and I got my Volkswagen. And I'm driving on the freeway, and I realize that it's pouring rain, and my tires are spinning. And I'm going backwards on the freeway. And I thought, oh, my God, my tires are bald. I think this qualifies as a dangerous situation <laughs> because I'm flipping all over the place and I'm really close to panic. So I started singing the song. By the time I got to the fifth verse, I look overhead because the rain suddenly stopped and there's what's called a lacuna. It's like a gash over top with the blue sky and stars through and then it all just passed away and I drove home safely. So that's just one example, and I can give you a dozen others if we had the time. But anyway, it works. It works. Well, uh, we got to run here. I have to do an interview, and uh, we got to start a little bit late, but it was uh, great fun having you here. And <laughs> So look into your camera so when we are here on the 1st of January, we can see you. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's really peculiar because everything said it was okay, but then at one point it said, use it, the other camera. And what the heck are they talking We've never had that before. I never had a problem with asking for a second camera. <laughs> well, you know how those things are. What are you guys going to do over uh, Christmas time? You're going to be sticking around and where you are? Or? Boycott. We're going to boycott Christmas. Boycott. I wish other people would do it too because you want to take their money away. Or spend it on a local farmer, a local business person, someone who doesn't require a mask and all that BS and Take the money out of these guys' hands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, did you? They inevitably are going to win because they have all the money now. <laughs> did you see where DeSantis in Florida? He is. He he's going to start his own um, civilian military. Other Excellent. Than, other than the National Guard, he wants to have his own military to protect himself from the feds. Isn't it interesting? Wow, man. You know, we're going to need it because they're strip mining the economy yeah. and we're becoming AI. They want us to AI. Graphene oxide and graphene hydroxide, that's C60. People were taking it as a supplement. Remember they were taking C60? There were warnings about C60. 
even on one radio network, besides me writing blogs about it, I saw you posted a warning about C62. It's graphene. So wait a minute. So C60 is graphene? Yes, it is. Surprise. And guess what? Uh, it's, it's, it's not quite as bad as graphene oxide and, and hydroxide. But guess this. It's not just in vaccines. It's in all drug delivery. It's in supplements. It's in testing. It's in surveillance. It's in brake pads. It's in quantum dots. It's in computers. It's everywhere. Wow. They've been flooding the world in agriculture and in supplements with graphene oxide and medicine for sure because it's the hottest thing because it makes water wetter. It makes things go deeper in your body. Well, Do we necessarily want it in there and deeper in our body? I think so. We ran a video from a, a fellow, I think German or Russian, it was about the graphene oxide, and he explained very clearly how with these tiny, tiny uh, little nano razor blades, and he was arguing That's that... That's how it's explained. Yeah, and then he was arguing that uh, uh, the... Uh, a lot of the athletes that were just dropping over were being affected because of their high metabolism, right? And also good circulation. And if they got shot in a, in a vein, which is just like a Russian roulette, then it was killing these people. And you know what? They killed this, this, this guy. He's dead, this, this, this doctor. He's dead. I remember I saw the video. The original video, remember when the police raided him and then he died shortly after. Jeez. But remember, graphene oxide is an all. We have to stop the medical police state. They're putting it in all drugs. Wow. If you get statins or you get whatever, it's the delivery thing. They use fluorine and they use graphene. They're using things that kill people. And uh, unless we stop the medical police state, Working against the vaccine is not going to do anything. No. And so no. far, they, they, if you hit them uh, from a surprise, they don't expect people to get, be against medicine. Even look at it. They're making money. Hydrochlorine or whatever the other drugs are, they're medical drugs. They don't want you to fight it with chicken soup. They don't want you to fight it with ginger and lemon juice. Chicken they don't soup, want you to yeah. fight it with vitamin C. You've got to have a drug for a drug. They win both ways. Good cop, bad cop. Oh, these people—they are—they're all—they're hardcore, and they're—and they're uh, as um, um, as a fellow said who uh, wrote the book, uh, uh, Quigley, right? What's his name? Uh, you bet. Uh, taking the velvet glove off the iron fist, right? Yep. And I—I yes. I, I think he would even be surprised at how much progress they've made so quickly you know, before. This has been going on. We've had a medical police state since the 1960s, actually. Sure. That's why even Illich wrote about it. We've had a school police state, too. He wrote a book about that called Deep Schooling Society. And the transportation is the other thing. By giving us faster speeds, they've slowed us down. They don't want us driving from place to place. They want us to go fast for a mile, but they don't want us to go to different states and interact. They want us separate yeah. and alone. You know, they're going to try to do this interstate travel ban. You watch them. I don't think it's going to fly constitutionally, and there'll be a lot of states that won't do it, or people, but you know, they're going to try it. Who is that spokesman for Biden? She said, we're not, we're not having anything to do with the Constitution. She actually said that? She said that? What, what's uh, her name? Jan Stocky. Is that her name? Oh, man. I don't even keep track, but she I, said, Constitution, we're not interested. She actually said that. 
I don't know what these people are smoking, but I wish they'd send me some because it is. <laughs> it's like, whoa. It's like, I don't know, you guys. Whoa. All right, kids. I love you both. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Fiber Cal, for taking you. care after Mr. Adam. And now, don't forget now, if it gets too weird, though, we got a lot of, a lot of land in Texas for you. We got a lot of room. All right. Might be back there. Right. Things are getting really serious here. See Bye. you soon, brother. Take care of yourself. Bye, man. Adam Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Don't forget Adam's two websites are Solar Sync, uh, SunSync Nutrition, SunSyncNutrition.com. You can join up there, do it, 99 bucks, support them, and get all kinds of stuff. You also get that cool little thing that you can see your exact solar time. So if you want to get anal sphincter about it and not just go by the, the clock, and then um, um, solartiming.com, which is free, and they got a lot of cool stuff there in all of his ebooks. So support him, and uh, he does great work, and it's very honored to have him on our show once a month, the first Monday of the month. Okay, we're going to take a break here. I'm going to do a little off the off the grid recording, uh, and but we're going to see you tomorrow live with uh, a fellow. He's got a whole radio show and a really cool. Uh, declare yourself free, declare your independence rather, and then also uh, a, a gentleman who's got some really cool information on sustainable agriculture and growing your own food. So this is something we want to do more of, and that'll be tomorrow. So two good people. Then we'll have that fellow. Um, his name is uh, uh, escaping me at the moment, but it's all about Nixon. I think you're going to find it interesting, fascinating stuff how the deep state were involved in old tricky-dicky, so there was more to just uh, the Watergate thing than meets the eye. So, I will see you tomorrow, 10 o'clock. I love you all very much. Thanks for your ongoing support. Let us know if I can help. My email, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Thanks for going on our website, looking at uh, some of our products and seeing if uh, you might want to get something. That's how we support ourselves, and we're very grateful to be able to make a living doing this. And then also, on the front page of One Radio Network, you'll see the, um, the link to BitChute. That's all our videos. Subscribe and click the little bell, and we'll notify you when we put up a new one. And then also the Telegram link to our Telegram social media thing where there's no censorship, just a lot of fun and fooling around. I love you guys. See you tomorrow, 10 o'clock. Take care. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.